0: Chapter 38, Lovers. I awakened the following morning in the same position as I had fallen asleep. Alberto's breath was warm against my neck, and his body pressed tightly against mine. In the light of day, the events of the previous evening didn't seem quite as magical. My fears immediately took hold and made what happened feel like one big mistake. I turned around to face him. He looked like an angel sleeping beside me. I brushed the curls off his face and saw him smile. He slowly opened his eyes and grinned at me. Buenos dias, he said in a throaty voice, pulling me closer in his embrace. I lay on top of him for a while, listening to his heartbeat and feeling the warmth of his body. His hand lazily stroked my hair. You know we have to talk about this, I said. Mm Mm-hmm, I heard him murmur, feeling the vibration of his heart. I reluctantly pulled myself away and looked into his smiling eyes. This is not going to help me focus, I thought. I sat up, crossed my legs, and then looked at him, trying to be resolute. I pulled my hair back behind my ears and put my best business face on. "'I'm not sure what just happened is good for me, for you, and especially for the way,' I declared. "'Anything that comes from love is good for the way,' he purred, stretching out on the bed. "'I'm serious,' I responded. "'You know how important this walk is for me. "'I don't want anything or anyone taking me away from it. "'Do you understand?' "'Of course,' he said, sitting up and leaning against the headboard.' This walk is important for me, too. I have no intention of losing my way, either. Good. So we're in agreement, then, I replied. Check one, I listed mentally. He didn't seem to be taking our conversation nearly as seriously as I was, and was gazing at me with the same eyes that had caused us to have this discussion now. I also want to make it clear that I'm not sure how I feel about you, I said. Last night was incredible, but... I'm not sure if I love you. My biggest fear is that you're going to fall in love with me. I can't give you any commitments or guarantees. I don't know what the future will bring. All I can offer you is this moment." -"That's fine with me," he replied, shrugging his shoulders. I don't need any more than that. I was more afraid that you would fall in love with me and try to hold on to me." -"That will never happen," I replied confidently. And I'm sure it won't happen with me, he replied cheerfully, placing his hands behind his neck and gazing at me again. So where's the problem? I couldn't immediately think of one. Check, too. And what if someone else comes along that's better for me, I asked. Someone who I feel is better suited for my life work. Then I will willingly and lovingly let you go, knowing that you are happy and living the life that you want, he responded with confidence Check three, I mentally thought. I couldn't think of any more arguments at that point, and snuggled back into his open arms. And if I feel at any point that this is pulling me away from the walk, will you let me go? I said, remembering this last question. Just shut up, was his only response before bringing me closer. Our excuse for not walking that day was that it was raining, and I wasn't yet strong enough to walk. I slept alone most of the morning, but accompanied the rest of the afternoon. We were like children, joyfully playing and exploring. It was as if neither of us had ever been in a relationship before, and we were discovering these intoxicating feelings for the first time. It went beyond sex. That would have been easy to understand and handle. This was much more intimate, more intense, and more loving. The following morning found us walking towards Janitsa, 40 kilometers away from Edessa. I felt strong for the first hour, but quickly began to lose energy. The diarrhea returned, repeatedly forcing me to stop. I took some anti-diarrhea pills, but with hardly any food in my stomach and the crushing heat, I felt drugged up and walked even more slowly than usual. The nearest town was Skidra. So we decided to stop there. Our route into town was beautiful. We passed orchards bursting with cherries, plums, apricots, and apples. The trees were in bloom with every colored flower imaginable. Wildflowers painted the landscape, their vivid expressions perfectly complementing the many hues of green around us. Every house that we passed seemed adorned with roses of all shapes, sizes, and colors. They were too beautiful not to stop and appreciate. I did so often, luxuriating in the simple pleasure and gift. I slept that entire day again and awakened when it was dark. Alberto was sitting beside me, writing in his diary. I was hungry and chanced some bread. I saw that alberto had already washed our clothes and hung them around the room to dry i don't understand why this is happening to me i said sipping some water alberto gazed at me as if weighing his next words is it possible that you're manifesting it he asked cautiously what do you mean i replied trying not to get defensive i know you believe that physical ailments are a manifestation of emotional conflicts, he said gently. Maybe your diarrhea is trying to tell you something. Like, I asked impatiently. Is there something you can't digest, he continued in the same gentle voice. Like our relationship, for example. Maybe you're tired of walking but don't want to admit it to yourself. Maybe you'd like to stop and rest for a while. An illness is the perfect excuse to do so without feeling guilty. I wanted to contradict him, but couldn't. He held me in his arms for a long time. I didn't need to say the words. Alberto was right. Let's see what the universe says, Alberto suggested reaching for a coin. Heads, we stay here for a few days and enjoy our time here without thinking about the walk or feeling guilty about stopping. Tails, we leave tomorrow and walk with the same joy and passion that we had when we started. The coin came up, heads. Elated, I reached for Alberto in a tight embrace. I needed to rest, but more importantly, to explore more fully this blossoming relationship.